fellow watch lovers, nerds, enthusiasts, or however you identify. This is the 40 and 20 podcast with your hosts, Andrew and my good friend Everett. Here, we talk about watches, food, drinks, life, and other things we like. Everett, how are you? I'm, I'm doing well. I am uh, still uh, relishing all the joys of the weekend. I think I did less work this weekend than you did, so I'm feeling very relaxed. Although I did, I, I was active. So I'm also feeling tired, physically tired. So it's that nice, physically tired but mentally caught up. Yeah, I'm good. I'm not there. We had a very busy weekend and kidless, which was terrific. We took uh, took the boy up to Sam's parents' house for a sleepover last night, and they wore his little ass out. They took him to the Rose Festival. They walked the whole waterfront, and he's little. He's four, right? He's a little dude. Uh, he walked the whole waterfront. And then back up the hill to their condo building. And then today, they took him to the zoo. He walked his little ass around the zoo all day. And then they have some friends who live up the hill from the zoo, like mm. a probably a mile. And he walked. Further up Washington Park. Yeah, like further up, 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 up. He walked his little ass with them all the way up to their house and played some more. Uh, and then they, they brought me back a very tired little kid. And it was terrific. So, in that interim, we had two. We had back-to-back meals out without a kid, which was unusual. We haven't done that, like, short of vacation. Haven't had that in a long time. Yes. Where'd you eat? We ate at uh, Viking Braggot, which is a mead and Viking food. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. It's a meadery. I think Braggot is like a honey, is like a honey-brewed mead. But they have just regular beer, too, right? Uh, I didn't have any. I I had honey alcohol uh it was good i i wasn't good yeah i dig it uh i've had mead before and this was unlike the mead that i've had before the meads that i've had in the past were kind of thick uh like thicky thick yeah like i could i i knew i was drinking not beer uh, and i wasn't really down with it but these were it was like drinking beer it was delightful had a really good pizza yeah they've Um, got they've got good pizza really really good pizza uh, and then it's it, that thin crusted uh, oven, you know, fire fire oven. Yeah, pizza. and it, it had the right crisp. Like as I'm eating it, I, my, Sam was like, "Are you are you okay?" And I was like, "I'm. <laughs> I think this could be the best pizza in town. Like the crust is perfect. Yeah, it's great." Uh, and then we went to Taco Vor today, which is just a local taco place. It has bomb tacos. Problem is, they're like four bucks a piece, and I can yeah. eat like fifteen tacos, so yeah. it runs. You run into a little bit of an issue with that. But whew, they had this habanero sauce out. It was called habanero salsa. Caution, very hot. So, it was good. It's good. It was, yeah, it's spicy. It was good. Uh, it, it was actually really reminiscent of Yellowbird. Uh, not as sweet as the Yellowbird habanero, but really good. Really good. Yeah. Really good. Had a Mako Shark taco, uh, two Carnitas tacos. Which were, are were you the, wearing your Mako? I was. Yeah. I was. I like it. Uh, the carnitas are the truth. Yeah. They are delicious. The carne asada was also good, but no- nothing stood up against the, the carnitas. You, you know, you didn't have it. Um, you, you didn't have the bean and cheese taco, but their bean and cheese taco is a, a, a serious contender for best taco ever made. And, and you know me. I, I like meat. I like the meat. Yeah. Give me all the meat. Just all deep. Blah, 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 blah. All in and around your mouth. That's right. That's yeah. right. Whack me in the face with it. But... Someone talked me into getting that bean and cheese taco because it's just sort of, you know, it, and it's not cheap. It's like three bucks for a bean and cheese taco. And I was like, come on, guys. That sounds ridiculous. 
Oh my gosh, fantastic! But you go to Burrito Boy, you can get a three dollar <laughs> bean and cheese burrito, right. which is far superior. Yeah. Not having had that bean and cheese taco, I can tell you the bean and cheese at Burrito Boy is. You're wrong. Full stop. You need to go get it. Just go get it. I'm telling you, go get it. Go get it. We'll meet there for lunch this week, and you'll get one. It's maybe, maybe I'll go tonight. Right. <laughs> it's out of this world good. I mean, mind-blowing good. So, if you're ever in Eugene, first, give us a call. We'll go get some uh, We'll go get some Sunny's Burgers. Um, and Then some tacos. Then we'll go to Taco Bar. Yeah. So, I don't remember uh, what the names of the places are. Grimaldi's is one of them, but there are two. Mm, Grimaldi's and, um, ooh, I can't think of it either, but I know exactly what you're talking about. There's two New York pizza places that are regularly thrown around as the best. I, I think that there's probably more than that. But my sort of research on the topic said these two places, these are the contenders for best pizzas in New York, you, you know, New York City, which is to say, I think probably the the five boroughs, as it were. Uh, when the first time Kim and I went to New York, we I was like, well, we got to try both of these places while we're here. So let's just go to one of them. And I think we went to Grimaldi's first. And we ate pizza, and then her her cousin text message, and he was like, where are you guys at? And we're like, we're Grimaldi's. And he's like, I'll be down there in a second. And then he comes down, we, we order another pizza, we eat two pizzas, and he's like, you know, you really got to try the, the other one. And we're like, we're headed there sometime this weekend. He's like, let's get a cab and go now. And so we just shot across town, had more pizza. It was a fantastic trip. That's the best night I can imagine. Right. So so if you come down, we'll do we'll do Sunny's, we'll do Taco War. Just give us a call. I, I mean, seriously, you guys, if you ever want to, come on down. We'll take you out. We'll host. Yeah. It'll be fun. <laughs> It'll be a blast. Um. So yeah, yeah, Taco War. That's a great day. Yeah. And that's I, a great day. I smoked a pork shoulder today, which also turned out terrific. Did you get high? No. Okay. No, I don't know. Why, why would you smoke it? Well, I mean, you just going to try. You got to know, right? right. Like you got to experiment with things to know. Yeah. Um. So I used uh, a new electric smoker. Nice. That I got. Nice. And it was awesome. I've done a lot of smoking over, over wood. The problem is you got to tend that fire. Yeah, you, do. you don't get to walk away from it. Yeah, that's right. I went to the grocery store and I went to lunch. Nice. While this thing was just in the doing locker, its thing. just doing its thing. And you were, was there no chips? Yep, no chips. Chips are in the in a little little pan okay. on, right on top of the. Uh, uh, this is bigger than like a little a little chief or something. Though, yeah, right? much like double the size. Okay, yeah. So just yeah, they're sitting there on top of the uh, heating coil, and uh, just just smoldering away. Is it still smoking? No, it's done. I ate some. Nice, yeah. and it's good. Delicious. It could do with a little bit more smoke, but that's just that's just me getting used to the the new smoker. But turned out very good. Wonderful. Yeah. Well, well, great. I mean, I like I said, I was, I think, a little less productive than you were. But it sounds like maybe I also had a little less fun than you did. But maybe, we, yeah. We had a good weekend. I mean, we had a, a kids' baseball game. We had a piano recital. Man, piano recital. That's something I never thought I'd do. Piano recital. Wow. Why would you not? You have kids. I, well, I know. I mean, it's just something that you don't think about. Like, here I am at this recital where my kid's playing piano. Crazy. It was cool. Nice. So before we get into it this week, I think we should talk a little bit about our uh, our audio issues last week. We had some audio issues. <laughs> oh gosh. Okay, guys. So if you listened last week, you may have noticed some clicking, popping towards the end of the episode, or I think really the last half of the episode. We're having some audio issues. Um, I I think that we can attribute it to 
in part just not not careful use of cell phones or whatever while we're recording we're using digital audio you you know usb microphones into a computer which is problematic in a number of ways but we are in the hunt in the search right now for some analog recording equipment dynamic microphones a mixing board and and a digital recorder so so nothing happening on the computer so a compact recording table fully function and 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 analog recording or a digital recording of analog stuff we think that that's going to address some of the stuff because what you guys don't know is that that episode was was published because well for a number of reasons primarily because i was editing on wednesday night before we published thursday morning what you don't know is that's not the first time that's happened no I mean, that's happened, I think, to us five or six times probably at this point where we've recorded. Best case scenario, we stop mid-episode. Mid for a pee break. For a potty break. Come back in, just check to make sure our levels are good and everything, and, and then find we've been having these this this audio distortion. So we, you know, unplug everything, replug stuff in. But sometimes, like last week, we didn't have a single stop the whole time. So we recorded straight through, we didn't listen, and then we've got 45 minutes of this clicking audio which which is really terrible and and we apologize to the extent that you were listening and it's hard to listen to i know when i'm editing it it, it's hard for me to listen to you you know so apologies we are working on it the the problem is we don't make any money here um and so this stuff costs money and and it's not a little bit of money it's it's for us a, a significant amount of money you know it's probably two watches um that we could buy so instead we're going to invest that money into into some better uh recording equipment so we can continue to do this in a way that's low stress um give ourselves some versatility for for having guests come on because with our current setup two microphones in a room to record with skype we run into a number of issues so this is going to give us some ability to expand the way we record it you know uh, some versatility with how we do things and it should fingers crossed it should give us a, a higher level of audio and and lower risk to have interference and things that are going to degrade the level of the recording. And just create a better listening experience for you. Right. The most important people in our lives. You know, we've talked about starting a Patreon for for our, our show in the past. I think we've talked about it online uh, or on air. Um we're at the point where we're probably going to do that because this is coming straight out of our pockets. And and really, that's the kind of thing we would be using Patreon for. So I, I would say maybe look out for that. If this is something that you like and you want to participate in um, and, and you think you, you could give a, a buck or two bucks or whatever uh, to a Patreon page to make that sort of thing happen... Because you want to listen and you want to keep getting these episodes, just maybe toss that around in your head. You know, I know we give to uh, a couple of different podcasts because we we want to support them. You know, we want to be uh, the the people who are doing that that type of thing. I, I would never want anybody to feel like they had to to listen, and, and and you will never have to to listen. But to the extent that's something you want to do, you want to support us so we can do that kind of thing maybe keep your eye on but in the meantime we're going to get some better microphones we're going to get a mixer we're going to get these things that you kind of need to have when you grow up from baby podcast to 
adolescent podcast. Yeah. I think we're right about there, so. We're nearing our tweens. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so get to it. Let's do it. We got a fun episode. We do. We got a fun episode. We this actually uh, this episode was birthed uh, by way of a, a, a Instagram suggestion. A Instagram user, I think it's Euro Y U R O W, sent me a message this week and said, "I would love to hear about occasion watches or or milestone watches." Uh, and, and I think that he was thinking gifts. But as Andrew and I were talking about it, we, we sort of expanded that idea. Both watches that you might buy someone for a milestone and watches that you might... Wear to that milestone. Right. So occasion, you know, yeah. what am I going to do for this? What watch am I going to wear for this occasion? And, and so that's what we did. We've sort of coordinated a little bit on this episode, more than we normally do. Certainly, yeah. And and we're, we're going to blast through some watches. This isn't going to be our typical... Um, three three chronographs for you to buy on Amazon. We'll probably have some links in the show notes to watches you might take a look at. But um, really, this is going to be more of a, a rattling off what to wear during this event, what to buy this person for a gift at this event. Uh, we're, we're hopefully going to be a little tongue-in-cheek. Don't take this stuff too seriously, guys. But Or but, do. Definitely or, do. <laughs> this is, after all, the definitive guide to milestone and occasion watches. It is. The definitive guide. From the authorities on the matter, right? <laughs> <laughs> you want to kick us off? Let's so do it. We're going to start with we're going to start with what watches that you wear to an occasion. Okay, I okay. like it. First occasion is the birth of a baby. Oh yeah, this is two subcategories, yeah. and I think this is important. Category number one, you are cutting the cord. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I went with the Timex Iron Man Transit. Uh, TW5M19000JT. Uh, now, it's 40 and 20, which is terrific. It's 50 bucks, and it has a really good-looking, really easy-to-change-out uh, strap, uh, unlike a lot of these Ironmans. Right. And what I was thinking, if you're cutting the cord, you're going to be getting into some... You're going to be getting into some shit. You're getting juicy. Yeah, no, you're certainly getting juicy. I know when, when mine was born, the doctor asked a whole bunch of times leading up to it, do you want to cut the cord? And I was adamant, no. Nope. Uh, and then there in the delivery room, he said, are you sure you don't want to cut the cord? And I had to consider how I answered that question. Like, no. Do I say no? No, I'm not sure I don't want to cut the cord. Or yes, I'm sure. Or yeah. Like, so I just said, no cord. Like, <laughs> you manage this. You're the doctor. <laughs> and this is a good looking sport watch. It is. This it's is a, fantastic. This, yeah. this is a perfect running watch. Um, <clears throat> it, you wouldn't You wouldn't feel bad about having it or wearing it. Yeah, right, right. And you know what? I don't know what sort of uh, water resistance this thing has, but it doesn't matter. It's got enough. It's enough got enough to cut the cord. That's right. And you're not going to feel bad about getting baby juice on it. No, because you can just hose it off or bleach it. It's an Iron Man. Yeah, right. Just bleach, bleach it. Next up, <laughs> you're not cutting the cord. I went a little bit different route mm-hmm. for this one. I went with the... Uh... Drop my notes. Go ahead and put those anywhere. I went with the uh, World Timer A500WGA-1DF, and this is the uh, kind of vintage-looking gold World Timer. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the reason I went with that is because when I was in the delivery room for 19 hours, um, it would have been nice to not be trying to remember what time I got there, but just to set a stopwatch and start going. Mm-hmm. And who doesn't want to wear a gold watch in the delivery room? I think that it, it's super fitting. It's like uh, it's like uh, you're a doctor with a thirty dollar watch on. Yeah, I think it well it, it runs at about fifty. 
This looks uh, like a doctor watch to me. But it does. It does. It looks like a, a doctor watch that he's been wearing probably the entire time he's been practicing medicine. And you wear it super loose, so it's just oh, definitely. like sliding all up and down your forearm. All the extra links. I want it to, I want it to lock really in place around my bicep. <laughs> your bicep? You, you can get it all the way up there. Well, it's wider than my wrist. Okay. All right. right? Yeah, I was thinking like four, like like you know the the old old school day just slide up and down the forearm. Yeah, you got to get the shake not to not to wind the watch, but to get it on top of your wrist. Right. Yeah. Okay. What's next? Uh, next up, we're going to a graduation. We're going to your graduation. Yeah. And I went with the uh, Citizen Corso AV one zero four zero dash zero eight E, and it's coming in at one hundred and forty bucks. And I went with this watch because if you're going to your graduation, uh, it's it's likely that in, in this day and age, you're probably not going to get a watch for graduation. Mm-hmm. But you, you're going to need to watch to look like a grown up because yeah. you're going to graduation, whether it be high school or college. You're probably going to be interviewing for some jobs, but you're also going to want to be wearing a watch like on normal days. And this is a watch that fits into those categories, I think, very nicely. Uh, you don't have to put a put a strap on it. But it's coming on a on a metal or a, it can come on a bracelet. But the one I have pulled up is coming on a leather strap. Uh, and it's going to look good in any environment you're in. It's going to be a good, classy look for whatever you choose to wear under your graduation gown, whether or not you have pants on. Yeah, I like these. These are eco drives. They're classy as as F. Um, gonna last forever cheap you know they're 100 200 bucks citizen core so i think they don't get a lot of play in the they don't get a lot of play in the watch talk but i think that's a great choice next up for your kids graduation i went with the orient maestro orient maestro maestro Maestro? yeah probably maestro whatever maestro maestro doesn't matter another another sort of underrated watch i really like these and a a 40 and 20 uh ringing in at 175 and this is a, a perfect dressable watch that you're going to wear in a whole bunch of environments that you're going to feel good about wearing a graduation you're going to look put together and you're going to look like the proud parent of a graduating student i like that idea of the dressable watch it's not necessarily dressy but it's dressable yeah and yeah, and the like dimensions that. are perfect on it you can wear it wherever whenever just like shakira yeah that's right i mean it's got a little bit of a bauhaus feel right a little uh, bit a, a little bit of a bauhaus feel and actually these are coming in what 150 bucks right now that's great. Yeah. That's great. Simple orient, automatic movement, summer style. I really like these. And they look they look good. Just like everything that comes out of the Orient collection. It just it looks good. I think these things are huge though. No, it's forty and twenty. Oh, is it for? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah well, I'm looking at it right there. I, I was uh, I was actually torn between this and the Envoy mm-hmm. uh, with the open heart, kind of at that eight thirty, nine o'clock. Um, I hate op- I hate open heart watches. I don't hate it, it's just I don't want that. I, I thought it would I thought it'd be nice, just an extra little class. I just can't imagine wearing an open heart under anything but a suit. Yeah, I can't imagine wearing an open heart even with a suit, but... <laughs> okay, what's next? Orient, oh, Orient, off. Orient Maestro. First fishing trip of the year. This is an important date for all of us. Yes, yep. I actually know what I'm going to wear for my first fishing trip of the year, but go ahead. Me too. Uh, it's not going to be this, actually. It's the Timex Expedition Pioneer Combo. Uh, 41 by 21 so you got good size uh, and it's 95 bucks and it is a dope looking timex you, you, you know all of the expeditions are great but this one in particular uh is the one that always catches my eye when i think sometimes it'll just pop into my head like i need to buy a timex expedition and this one will pop into my head perfect fishing wash it is it's visible you're not gonna cry over losing it and a digi uh it, it is and it's got a quick release silicone strap Ooh, which is a cool feature coming out of out of the box under a hundred bucks. Yeah, 
Are these steel cases or are they chromed brass? Um, you know, I didn't look that far into it. I have I've, I've looked at these watches enough that I should. I'm a little embarrassed to not know the answer to that. I know they're they're only fifty meters, which is want want. But I like the I like the resin bezel. I bet these are not steel because they they always say if they're steel, they're like this is made out of steel. Boom. <laughs> yeah, especially coming out of Timex. But it's it's a good fishing watch. It's a watch that you I that, dig it. that while you're wearing it, you're not scared. You're gonna hurt it. Yeah. And for your last fishing trip of the year? Last fishing trip. Last wah, wah. Doesn't exist. Fuck that. There is no last fishing trip of the year. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I dig it. All right. Next up. We're going to a wedding of someone you like. Someone you like. This is important. Yeah. 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 Little little teaser for the next category. Uh, I'm going to Laurier Neptune. Laurier Neptune. Laurier. Laurier. We're coming in at uh, $399 money. We talked about this watch a number of times. Not the Neptune. We've oh, talked about the Falcon. The, that's right, the Neptune. And we've talked about the, because uh, the Neptune is soon to release. That is the dive bezel version, same case as the Falcon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh yeah, that's a great watch. And it is a very good looking watch. And coming in at, at a really reasonable price point, at 400 bucks, I, you're going to be hard pressed to find comparable watches for this price point. No, Laurier kills it on the price, on the price to value ratio. And they look so good. Uh, I think they're on. I think they're still in their pre-order phase. I don't know for sure, but this is a good wear to a wedding watch. Good Summer size, wedding, forty and twenty, thirty-nine and thirty-nine and, and twenty. 20. Uh, great price, and it's a watch that you're going to wear again and again and again. It's got that classic. Uh, you know, I, I don't know if this is accurate or not, but when I see that bezel, I think of uh, Blancpain. Mm-hmm. Um, I think sort of Blancpain like classic looking simple dive bezel, very refined. Yeah, it's going to look good in whatever you decide to wear. Good call. Next up, someone you don't like. Wedding to someone you don't like. The wedding of someone you don't like. I don't care if it's an asshole from high school. Maybe it's one of your significant other's friends that you're not a big fan of. But in any event, you have to be. You have to be. You're going to that wedding. Yeah, you have to be Uh, there. And you're really going to like this choice. It's the uh, G-Shock DW5600 MW-7, the white G-Shock. The, the 5600 <laughs> that's my that's my baby and i think that's a perfect stick it to you i'm at your wedding but i don't want to be here watch to wear because no one's gonna say shit about it right but it's just gonna be you standing out and stick it to the man you should also wear dinosaur socks or something that, that's gonna be a little a little bit upsetting and try to get in as many pictures as possible good call. wearing this and show off your dinosaur socks good call and it's 100 bucks you're gonna wear the shit out of this watch yeah, I mean, I would wear this watch all the time anyway, so I'm with you. Next up, <clears throat> first date. Ooh, first date watch. First date. Something we don't have to think about ever again, but yeah. we'll think about it anyway. Here it is. The Dan Henry 1964. Ooh, explain your thoughts. 38 millimeter chronograph. So, you're wearing a classic looking chronograph. Not a dress watch. Nor is it a schlub watch. You're not wearing your your OD green or or flat dark earth or tan G-Shock because you shouldn't do that on a first date. Like you, I don't care if you wear that watch 364 days a year. Don't wear it on that one day. Don't just don't wear that watch. That's not a good date watch. Mm-hmm. This is a perfect date watch. For one, it's it's gonna look good on your wrist. For two, if the date's not going so well, you've got something to play with. You can time how long she's talking, or <laughs> or you, you can you can play with your watch. It's um, a good first move date is when she's like ask her a question and boop. Yeah. And then look at her. Talk about a power move too. 
I'm really glad we don't have to date anymore. Me too. I, I would be bad at this. Me too. But so that's my thinking on it. Thoughts? Yeah. No, I like it. I, I mean, this is such a classy watch, dude. You, you, you know, I, I've got a watch that sort of fills this spot. So when people say, oh, that Dan Henry 1964 um, it is great. I, I love it. I think it's super attractive. It's not something I would buy because I have my my HK Ed 1963. Mm-hmm. And, and so I, I think that these watch would fill these watches would fill the same spot in my collection so for me you go the hk i'm first dating i wear that hk but i think this is a great choice super affordable these watches 250 bucks mind-blowing affordable yeah i actually i was toying with the hk head or even the dl 63 but i wanted to tone it down a little bit i wanted a watch that wasn't that wasn't necessarily as dressy and i think Mm -hmm. this isn't quite as refined as the as the ed um not sportier for sure yeah sportier and and a watch that you know it's gonna say hey I'm here to play. I'm I'm a party animal, yeah. sort of. Or or if you suck, I'm just gonna time the stupid shit that comes out of your mouth. You know, I need to get forearm tattoos. Yeah. Every time I see pictures of folks with like classy watches and they have forearm tattoos, I think my all my watches would look better if I had forearm tattoos. We don't take many wrist shots because I have kind of embarrassingly little lady bone, not lady bone, bird bone wrists. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah I just don't I can't take wrist shots I've really struggled with the, my ability to take wrist shots I think it's a two person effort okay. I really do and that's just a little weird right Hey Andrew come over let's take some wrist shots That sounds sexy Watch <laughs> <laughs> out of town wrist shot day mm. <laughs> Okay next out first time out post kid without your kids Ooh yes Okay go ahead I want Apple Watch. Apple Watch, yeah, yeah, because then you can get instant notifications. Phones aren't out. You could probably you can, you baby can, monitor on that motherfucker. Yeah. You can enjoy some time together, but when every text that comes through, you can look at your wrist and make sure it's not the babysitter. That's right. That's a great choice. Yeah, or any smartwatch, but I actually like the way Apple Watches look in the way of smartwatches. I think they're probably the most attractive smartwatch that I've come across. Y- yeah, you know, I I was talking to a guy who had a Samsung, I don't know, what are they, Gear? nonsense he had a samsung smartwatch on and and it was cool the bezel sort of did things and he was playing with it because i was asking him about it but um i was thinking gosh that's just not it's just this giant planetoid of a watch yeah no i I like the if i was gonna buy one i'd buy the apple watch so next up is your first time if your first date out with your significant other in a long time without your kids oh here it is oh it's the no watch 24-hour CM2-3611. Wait, what is it? No watch. No watch. And no watch uh, focuses on... I I won't call them novelty watches because they're not novelty watches. They are uh, 24-hour or reverse Mm -hmm. or offset 24... Like 12 o'clock or in Hebrew or in Arabic. This is the 24-hour... The 24-hour single-hand reverse. Yes. And the reason I picked that watch is because if you're out on a date for the first time in a long time without your kids, it's best to lose track of time. Mm-hmm. Look at your watch and be like, I have no idea what fucking time it is. Mm-hmm. It's going the wrong way. It's, it's, it, nothing has changed. But you're still wearing an attractive watch. Yeah, still wearing a good-looking watch. Yeah. No one's going to look at it and be like, dude, you're wearing a backwards watch. <laughs> Some shit's fucked up here. Because um, as we know, no one looks at our fucking watches anyway. No. But that's why I went with. I went with a watch that you can look at and still lose track of time. I like that. Because you deserve it. I like that. Pay the babysitter extra. Or don't pay the babysitter extra. Leave them with your parents. Get it for free. Yeah. Don't pay those babysitters any extra. No. 
Well, good. What's up next? That's it. That concludes my list of of occasions that might come up in my life or not come up in my life, but some special occasions, some milestones, if you will, that you should consider what you're going to wear for. And so so the next phase of this is if you're going to buy a gift for someone for an occasion. Yeah. And these are these are equally well thought out, I think. Um, but but milestone watches. What to buy someone for that milestone? Um, and so the first milestone, most of us, first sort of adult milestone, most of us go through is high school graduation. I've I've broken this down a little bit, right? Because I think it depends. I don't think you buy every high school graduate the same watch. I agree. You don't buy every so. I broke this down into two categories. So one. Going to college. Okay. Casio MDV 106, our Ooh. Marlin, our Casio Marlin Diver. It's 50 bucks, cheap as fuck. It looks good. Yeah. It's simple quartz. It's probably close to indestructible. It, it's pretty close to indestructible. Waterproof, so beer's not going to mess it up. It's, you know, you can put it, it's a strap monster. You can put it on a NATO, buy them a five pack of, of cheapest NATO straps, um, send them on their way. Durable. Beer, easily disinfected. You can just drop that in like a, a disinfectant bowl at night. Um, I, I do have an alternate choice though because that might not be special enough. So if you want to get something a little bit more special, alternate Citizen Promaster Tough mm. BN0211-50E. If you haven't seen these. Just, that's the EcoDrive line, right? That's right. Yep. It's a Citizen EcoDrive Promaster Tough. And these are monocoque cases. They're bulletproof. I mean, maybe not literally, but certainly figuratively. Same same attributes. It's How gonna much it cost? Two fifty. I won't. So, I won't try the testable proof theory. It, it's a, <laughs> it's gonna be a little bit more special, uh, a, a little bit more expensive. Maybe not special, but a little bit more expensive. So a little bit higher quality, probably just generally speaking, and probably tougher too. So I think those are great choices. Now, if they're not gonna go to college, I'm gonna change it. I don't think we go with the. What's the watch we've talked about a handful of times that is geared at graduates? Oh, the college, cl- the, the the Nomos. Yeah, the Nomos. Club campus. Yep. Yeah, don't no, do that. On. I mean, we'll, we'll, we don't talk about that watch here anyway because it's out of our, it, it's sort of at the top end of our price range, but it's like, I just got my first job making shitloads of money, not a college grad. I think if I just got my first job making shitloads of money, I'd be buying a different watch. Right. <laughs> well, I don't know. I really like that watch. I'm going to get one someday. But so no college. I'm not going to college, but I've just graduated high school. I think you got to get him a 5600. DW 5600. All the same attributes, but it's going to be a little bit more utilitarian. You're going to be able to use that when you're swinging that hammer or you're pulling that snake. Or you're on your gap year. Or you're on your. Oh, yeah, that's true. You're yeah. traveling, maybe. Yeah, that's right. So I, I think is pulling that snake. <laughs> we don't have to stay there. We can move on from it. I, I'm not insulting anybody. It's what some people do. They pull snake. Oh, plum- <laughs> plumbing. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Plumbing. Uh, yes, that's right. I was like, what on earth are you talking about? <laughs> I mean, maybe that too. Maybe yeah. that too. There's money in that. Is there? Yeah. No, there is. I'm maybe sure. a cam boy, cam girl. <laughs> Yikes. Okay. So college graduation. I've also broken this down because you can't get every college graduate the same watch. No. So first, college graduate with a liberal arts degree. I picked the Citizen EcoDrive Field Watch, the BM eighty one eighty. So, 
What I like about this watch, your liberal arts degree is going to do absolutely nothing for you. So you need something with some versatility. Take it from us. Right. We both have one. <laughs> right. You need something with a little versatility so you you can really, you know, dress it up a little bit. You can dress it down. Because you're not going to be able to afford any more watches after you get that one as a gift. That's right. It's eco drive. So you're not even going to have to pay for batteries. You're not going to have to replace batteries. You're not going to have enough money to replace the batteries. So it, it's, it's going to be automatically wound by by the sun and and you're you're going to be getting a lot of sun when you're walking the sidewalks looking for jobs so engineering degree mm-hmm. citizen nighthawk Ooh, yeah that's right it's it's got all sorts of things that you can play with and and a slide rule and it's going to make you look really smart it's gonna make you look way smarter especially when you're timing your soft boiled eggs that's right that's right art architecture or design degree Timex Fairfield, 90 bucks, oh. super cheap. Now, you're going to have to replace the batteries in this one, but it's this Bauhaus watch. It looks sexy as fuck, and it's super cheap. It's going to cost you almost no money. And it's going to look good in any design firm that you're in. That's right. It's thoughtful. It's deliberate. I like it. That's right. So, th- those are gifts for your college graduates. Now, next major life event. Wedding. Your college grad is now getting married. So, so what are we going to buy him? I think we're going to buy him a vintage dress watch. Ooh, a vintage dress watch. You don't think a birth year watch? N- no. Ooh, or it could be a birth year watch. Be. Yeah. It could be both. It could be both. Um, and and there's some options here, right? You can get him a vintage Timex if they're just going to break it, or you know, you don't have a lot of money. You can get if you got a lot of money, you got some cash hanging around. You can get him a vintage Datejust. How much do you love this person? <laughs> My I don't know pers- if I love anyone vintage J- date just money though. You know, but you might someday. If this is you know Mark's getting married, you might. No, you I don't love that much. <laughs> I-, I think Sorry, a good choice is is a vintage Omega Seamaster. And what you say is this watch is like your new marriage. Whoo! This watch is like your new marriage. It looks great, and it's a lot of fun today. But it's going to be a major pain in the ass. Yeah. It's, it's some days it's not going to work at all. Yeah. You're going to have to put time, money, and energy into make, keeping it running. Take that bitch in the shop with regularity. If you do nothing in 10 years, it will literally fucking fall apart. Yeah. So spend the time, spend the energy, take care of it. So vintage dress watch for and the And it's wedding. worth paying for to fix it. And it's worth paying for to fix it. That's right. Yeah. That's right. If you keep take care of it, it'll last you forever and be this beautiful thing that you can pass on to your children, perhaps. And... You are also going to show them, I love you this much. Right. right. <laughs> so, first child, what do you buy you someone it, you for? Think it's, sorry, you think it's a Seamaster and not a Speedmaster? I think a vintage Omega Seamaster. Yeah, that was yeah. my choice. Because it's a dress watch. Well, I mean, Speedmaster works in the same way, right? Yeah. It'll do some of the same things. So, n- next milestone. What are we going to get? This, this our young man, our young man, he's progressing through life. He's, he's graduated high school. He's graduated from college. He's been ma- he's gotten married. Now he's going to have his first baby. What do we get our guy for his first baby? And there's one choice and one choice only. Only a Citizen Mudmaster. Yeah. <laughs> it says on the case it's mud resistant. And you're going to have to you're going to wonder when you walk into that room to meet the baby for the first time. You're going to look at his wrist and see what he opted for. Sport right. watch or world timer. <laughs> That's right. That's yeah. right. So you get him that mud that mud master. It's mud resistant. Jeez. It's got five daily alarms. It's got a thermometer. You're going to need all of those things. All of those things are valuable. It's got on the outside of the case a button to turn the tone on and off. 
So if the baby's sleeping, super valuable. It it's big. It's fifty six millimeters. Fifty six millimeters, and it's got it's super bright, so you'll always be able to see it from across the hall. That's from, right. From down the like from down the fucking block, a fifty six millimeter watch with loom on it. Holy shit! Yeah, yeah. I think that's the one. First child, you buy them that Mudmaster. Yeah, they're like two hundred and six bucks. Okay. Okay. Thoughts? I'm I'm into it. I think it's I think it's perfectly appropriate and and named aptly. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Okay, so now now he's buying his first house. Ooh, now he's buying his first house. So this is a combo because you can't because I, I I couldn't find the watch that was perfect for this task. So it's a watch and bracelet combo. Ooh, you're gonna buy him a Victorinex Inox with one of those Leatherman multi tool bracelets. bracelets. That's right. So this thing is going to be a hammer. The if watch itself is the hammer. That's right. Yeah. It's going to be screwdrivers, Allen keys, hex wrenches. Um, and when you buy this new house, everything is going to fucking break and you're going to need something reliable. And the Inox will be that. Yeah. Although you are taking in, in buying the Inox with that uh, multi-tool bracelet, you are robbing said recipient of the opportunity to buy a sexy ass tool belt and wear just that while doing home improvement projects. No, you could do that. You could wear the tool belt and the Inox. Ooh, and then you got it all. Right. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Okay, so we, we've we made it through m- many of these first events. I think that there's one more milestone that we need to think about our young man for. It's an important one. Divorce. <laughs> yeah. So young Bobby's getting divorced. What do we buy young Bobby for his divorce? So I actually, I actually brainstormed this one with my wife. And and I've noticed that <laughs> I've noticed that all of us, us, the watch guys, like Doxas, orange Doxas. We fucking love them. We look at Instagram pictures and we're like, yeah, that's too expensive for me, but I fucking love it. Everybody loves an orange Doxa. Yeah. The women folk don't like orange Doxas. Ooh. The women folk don't like orange Doxas. So my initial thought was, if you're getting divorced... If you're getting a divorce, anything but a doxa, because you need something sexy. You're moving on to that next stage, and you need something sexy. And I'll tell you, my unless you're trying to prompt the divorce. Well, that's if, right. If you don't like her, then you buy the orange doxa. My my wife had another thought, a third a third iteration of that, and she said, "Well, that's the time. You're now on your own, so you go get that doxa. You're on you're on your own, Everett." She said that, and I was like, "Well, I, this is hypothetical, baby." She was like, "No, go buy your fucking doxa." <laughs> so it's in the mail Uh, (laughs) Uh, but that's right so so on one hand i say anything but a doxa but but depending on where you're at with this divorce maybe that's when you do get the doxa so it's one of those two things Hmm. so we either buy bobby a doxa or or we buy him anything else besides a doxa because he's going to need to look good he's going to need he's going to need to look good right or he, you know, the the divorce could lead to one of those uh, like crisis gap years where he travels the world, yeah. And that doxa is gonna go everywhere with him, and it's For gonna, sure. it, it's gonna, it's gonna do it. Yeah, it that's is right. gonna hold up. <laughs> so that's the I I think that that covers most of our major most of our major gift occasions. What are we gonna buy Bobby for his gift? Uh, I, I think we've basically nailed it. Uh, any, any sort of add-ins or, or del- subtractions? I, I think that's the list. In the way of what you're going to wear to something, what you're going to give somebody for something, mm-hmm. those are some... I I don't know if that can be called a comprehensive list, 
but I'm going to call it the comprehensive no, it is list. The, it's the definitive guide to milestone, milestone and occasion watches. Yeah. You've, you've heard it here. Wonderful. Yeah. That's a good list of watches. <laughs> and if you guys have ideas, what did we miss? What did we get wrong? Please send them in. We'll, we'll, we'll give your corrections on air. Yeah. Other stuff that we like. It's time for the other stuff. We need to make a jingle so we can just press a button and, and then it can play the other stuff jingle. What would it be? Well, I don't know. I mean, we need to work on the jingle. Okay. <laughs> That's coming next. Okay. Right? Coming I soon. Mean, I just have the I just have the idea in my head. I, other I like stuff. it. No, I'm with you. Uh, other stuff. I just I've started... got a piano right here. We could we could make something on the piano. And we all have, we have children, and it doesn't matter how bad it. children sing, people seem to like it. It's wonderful. That's yeah. right. Yeah. <laughs> Get right. Uh, other stuff. I just started Bad Blood on Ooh, Netflix. Okay. Um. And I'm scrolling through tiles and looking for something to watch yesterday while I was folding mountain laundry um, and came across Bad Blood. And it's a relatively recent Netflix original. And it is the story of the Rizzuto crime family based out of Canada. They don't do crime in Canada. They do. They don't do crime in Canada. They say sorry. He jaywalked. So they do crime and then they say He Organized jaywalking. Organized jaywalking? Everywhere. Wow. Pandemonium. Um, But it's told in the 80s, the 90s, and the current era of like, or like, yeah, so like the 80s, the 90s, and the early 2000s when this story is taking place. And it shows the uh, head of this crime family being extradited to the United States and the power struggle that ensued. And it has been absolutely terrific. I can't remember the name of, of the guy who played Tig in Sons of Anarchy. Oh, sure. But he's one of the main characters. And then it's got a bunch of dudes you recognize from every other mafia movie that's ever been made because there's only so many Sicilian dudes in the acting world, so they get all the jobs. And they've been in everything. They've been in all of them. So it feels familiar. These are all familiar mob boss, mob, mob crime family faces that you're seeing the acting is terrific the storyline thus far has been largely based on on true events uh, i'm about halfway through it and it has gripped me loved it and, and so is it a full episode dropped or a full season dropped 14 episodes ready to go right now go do it <sighs> say goodbye to tomorrow did we talk about designated survivor last week we did okay <laughs> sorry guys this is, <laughs> we just do the same thing every week and so we do uh yeah, no, that's basically what we do. Yeah. Okay, bad what blood. You, what have you got? Farts. So I, I get... What did you say? Farts. I, I I feel like we always talk about um, shows, and, and I think that that's okay, and I think our fans probably expect it. They demand it of us. But I wanted to branch out a little bit this week. I know I talked about some pens a few weeks ago, but I wanted to talk about what is no shit, the best pencil I've ever used. And, and as a Ticonderoga frequent, number two, whatever. So that statement actually is what leads me to this choice. So people love the Dixon Ticonderoga. And, and the Dixon Ticonderoga is a salvageable pencil, but... Salvageable? Fuck off! It's it's kind of a turd in the grand scheme of things. So there's a number of pencils that have sort of become popular in the last handful of years. Palomino is... Uh, the Palomino Blackwing has sort of risen to prominence, and they made up this fake story about Ernest Hemingway, yada, yada, yada. It's all bullshit, by the way, A. And B, each of the Palomino pencils that I've tried is expensive, and they all have problems. 
They all have problems. So the gunmetal is a little too soft. The black is very soft. The whites are better, and I've tried them all. I have them all on my desk right now. What do you use white pencil for? Uh, oh, it's not a white pencil. It's a white paint on the pencil. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, so they're different hardness levels. So, uh, that's that's my favorite of the of the lot is the white ones. They're hard to get and they're expensive. Um, and and so there's a, a versatility shortage there with the Palomino black wings. However, there is a pencil. Did say that word again? Wh- which word? What we're talking about? Pencil. 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 You say pencil. Pencil. Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I I think that the Dixon Ticonderoga is kind of a turd. They don't sharpen very well. They they sharpen well in old school rotary sharpeners, which I have. You um, do? But there's just a number of issues with the Ticonderoga that, for me, makes it not an everyday. The lead's pencil. a little soft. However, there is a comparable pencil, ubiquitous. They're a little bit more expensive, but the Mitsubishi. 9850 hb pencil first it's beautiful it's got a red paint job on it that is absolutely stunning they've got white erasers that erase very well and it's just a standard wood pencil it's hb phenomenal phenomenal if you're a regular user of wooden pencils this is the truth it is the best pencil and i've used a lot of pencils this is the one for me for a daily driver right now, there's a whole bunch of things that I'm going to want a special pencil for, but I don't want those pencils. I don't want those th- those special pencils for other things, right? A very hard pencil if I'm outlining, if I'm doing, you know, sketch work, a very soft pencil if I'm filling in. But if I just want a daily driver writing pencil, this is the one. They stay sharp forever. They have a fantastic line. Great pencil. They're cheap, too. They're cheap. Easy to sharpen, wonderful, wonderful pencils. It's eight bucks for a dozen. Eight bucks for a dozen, give or take, on Amazon. Yeah, that's right. So, uh, you, you know, what does that work out to? Seventy, eighty cents a pencil. Yeah, killer value, and they're great. They're put together. I mean, they're Japanese. They're just fantastic. So, if you're a user of pencils and you think Dixon Ticonderoga number two, boom, do me a favor, order a box of Mitsubishi ninety eight fifties. You will. Not be disappointed. I have to confess to you that I uh, primarily use uh, mechanical pencils. Well, me too. I mean, I really like a mechanical pencil. And, and we can talk about my favorite mechanical pencils. I'm as just well. not in an environment where I can frequently sharpen pencils. Mm-hmm. So, mechanical is the way to go for me. If you're in the field at all, mechanical is for sure the way to go. And even if you're just, you know, in sort of go, go, go mode, I, I mean, I use a mechanical pencil a lot at work. Um, but sometimes I, I really want to use a wooden pencil. This is the one. This there, is the one I use. There is something really pleasing about the tactile <clears throat> feedback of a of a wooden pencil that you don't get out of any other writing medium. I think that's right. Yeah, I, I think that's right. There's a thing about it that that is just w- w- really nice, really nice. You know, and being able to to get a sharp tip or a blunt a blunt tip, um, being able to use it in different ways, you you get more versatility out of a wooden pencil than you do out of a mechanical. Absolutely, for sure. So. Mitsubishi 9850. Maybe I'll buy a box. You should. Or I'll take one of your pencils. I'll give you a handful of them. I've got, I think, probably 50 of them in my desk. <laughs> 50? Yeah, because, you know, you're... you're uh, yeah. yeah, yes, probably. So did you mean to, mean to order, like, 10 pencils and order 10 boxes? Maybe. <laughs> I, I mean, I literally probably have 
200 wooden pencils in my desk at work. That's absurd. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, it is absurd. You're right. That's so weird. (laughs) I mean, this is not the weirdest thing you've ever learned about me, certainly. It could be. (laughs) It really could be. And I've... I feel like there's a lot of other things in the world that would shock me less than how many pencils you have in your desk. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, maybe I'm exaggerating a little bit. Uh, 200? No, I think it's probably in that range. I think it's probably in that range. So, I, I mean, I use, I use a lot of pencil. I, 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 I tear through a pencil. I, I write all week long, just constant note-taking. And so I go through a pencil probably once one a week. Okay, so you have four, four years, years of pencils yes, in your that's desk. Right. Okay, that's right. <laughs> and more on the way. Uh no, I didn't. I don't have any on the way. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't have any on the way. I mean, some of them I feel like I'm not going to use. Like I have a bunch of black, black paint, Palomino black wings that I, I realistically I'm probably not going to use them. And you don't have like a. We're not talking like a couple boxes of colored pencils for your personal time, right? No, okay. no. But you, but you know, when I here's what happens: I find a pencil, and instead of buying one of those, I'll buy a box of them. Because usually a box is like ten bucks, so I'll just buy the box. And so I have a number of pencils that I've bought boxes of that I, I'm not I'm not using, you know, regularly. Like I have a I have a box of these very hard leaded. Um, green Kimberleys that are, I love them. I love the pencil, but I just don't use that. I just don't use that lead very often. So I think I have, I think I have 12 of those sitting on my desk and one of them will last me a very long time. So I probably didn't need to buy 12 of those, but I have 12 of them. Well, you'll never say, I wish I didn't have 12 of these. Well, I mean, I've already said it, I think. Like, I wish I'd have just bought one of these. <laughs> You know, because eventually the erasers are going to go hard, and then actually, I think those have a brass eraser. So, but <laughs> it's it's a lot of pencils. Yeah, yeah, it is. You have a, a an art studio in your desk. I have a mild problem. Maybe that's accurate. Yeah, no, that's okay though. That's okay. I, I mean, I've got a number of them. Yeah, no, nah, that's true. This is not your worst. <laughs> well, anything else you got? You're you're dying to talk about today? No, nah, man, I'm I'm good. All right, well then, thank you all for joining us for this episode of 40 and 20. Don't forget to tune back in next Thursday for another hour of watches, food, drinks, life, and other things we like. Bye-bye. Our music today is Bummin' on Tremolo by Kevin McLeod of Incompetech.com. Licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0 license.